Boxcatters. Boxcatters. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters, episode 249, Fighting Ignorance with Intolerance. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Geraldine Hickey! Oh my god! And, and to my far left, John Richards! Yay! Hey. I'm not staying. And to my right, Brett Cropland. Good evening, viewers. Now finished, now you can talk. Evening, viewers. <laughs> Sorry. Hi. Hi, Geraldine. Welcome. Thanks Welcome. for having you're, me again. You're sitting in the Nelly John seat. Yes. Uh, both of them. Too busy to... Uh, end of the year, apparently, busy for people who aren't me and Brett. Mm. People with families and people that have careers. Yeah, pe- people with families and careers, totally busy this time of year. Yeah. Josh, speak for yourself. Oh, are you saying you're busy. a busy man? Yeah. You're, 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 busy you're still man? here, though. Yeah. You're still so. here. I know. And what that's, kind of that's commitment? Yeah, you're not you're not too busy to give up your no, commitments. Wait, what what kind of busy are you? I'm very busy. Like doing what? I've got a I've got a full time day job plus all these DJ parties coming up plus putting music stuff together plus also you see that stuff. you see that yeah. single line of beard that he's got connecting oh, his yeah. sideburns to to his chin beard. Is that your that is that, that your bit for November? That doesn't take just a little bit of time. No. That takes a lot of time, Geraldine. Yeah, a lot of effort. It's, he so works very search hard. Search and destroy for individual hairs. you got <laughs> to spend a lot of time it's, it's, to look this good. He has to yeah. go very, very, very delicately with the nair. I sent two yeah. emails today and felt that was <laughs> Did you? a lot. Did you? A good lie down. Yeah. Mm. Comedians, Brad. Oh, they're, uh, they're hard think, workers. They yeah. think the yeah. whole hard world hard just plays PlayStation all day. That's, uh, hey, you know what? Mm. This show about TV. Yes. Did Which you, know you play your PlayStation on? Yeah. 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 Well done. Nice to back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, later on in this episode of Box Cutters, we're going to talk to John Richards, <gasps> who, who ordinarily what? sits in your chair, Geraldine mm-hmm. Hickey, uh, every, every fortnight, but he is busy making his TV show, yeah. Outland. Got a career. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yep. Career. Yep. Uh, so we're going to be speaking to him about that show, how it's going, and also he's uh, got a call out for some volunteers. They need uh, a lot of people for a big group show. So he's basically, uh, while not being part of the show, asking to use the show for his own benefit. Mm. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, I think so. Is that, yeah. But, or he's uh, just letting you all know that he's got better things to do. Right. Either way... I feel a bit used. What his? Don't feel used. Oh no! Just feel, just feel that you're needed. Oh, okay. Mm. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, we've also got uh, a review of a new US show called Mike and Molly. We've got some letters to box cutters. We've got an I don't buy it. We've got one thing. We've got pork now with trotters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, Toby Halligan's trotters. That sounds dirty. What did it? Yeah. Was it before or after the lip-smacking sound? Just that it's Toby Hellican's trotters. That sounds dirty to you. Mm, potentially. Right. Yeah. You've got a very strange mind, Brett Cropley. As always, they were going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News. Thank you. 
The uh, federal government and oh, this is my favourite topic is the Department for uh, what is it called now? The, the ABCDE. The, for, yeah, broad broadband communications and digital economy, uh, which is uh, the, the minister thereof is the deputy leader in the Senate, Senator Stephen Conroy, who listens to this show. Jolene will know mm-hmm. that uh, I'm a huge fan of. And 57th in line to the throne of Denmark. Yes. 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 Yeah. If he, if he knocks, knocks off a few princes, he could be there. Uh, he, um, what? what? Wait, were you being sarcastic when you said you're a big fan? Yeah, I was being very sarcastic yeah. when I said I'm I a big fan. I just wanted to double check that. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. So what you mean to say is he's a great big cock. All I'm saying is I'm not a fan of uh, Senator Stephen Conroy, uh, but his office has been releasing uh, media releases like it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of hope that it is nobody's business so that nobody actually sees what's going on. But uh, one of the things that they've announced is a huge uh, digital assistance budget for mm-hmm. people in regional Victoria who are moving over to uh, digital. Digital. And this is uh, particularly, yeah, this is particularly aimed at Victorian people, uh, but it's I'm sure has has nothing to do with the fact that there's a Victorian election coming up <laughs> at at all, Not at all. At all. Uh, but uh, they're going to provide 120,000 households, or more than 120,000 households, uh, high definition set top boxes, as well as installation of those boxes. Uh, and demonstrated operation of those boxes, which means someone will show you how to use the remote. Yes. So you're not a fan of this? Oh, I've got no problems with this. No problems at all. I just think that the whole thing should have been managed a lot better mm. before they had to go and give all of these digital boxes away right. for free. Yeah. I think the whole digital switchover thing has been a little bit of a debacle the, the whole way through. What, what could they do better? Uh, they could have uh, reassigned the uh, the digital spectrum better mm-hmm. uh, and, and the analog spectrum coming out of that. They could have uh, had a better campaign that was not confused with the Freeview campaign for digital switchover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they could have uh, probably just given people a, a digital box to start with. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, do you think a thirty dollars digital think it's box? A, it's a good idea that we're going digital. That you know that it's it's going to happen. That it's compulsory. That everyone has to. Oh, I think I think that uh, everybody having to uh, to go digital. Yes, I think that's that is important. Yeah, uh, because you can't have uh, analog and digital signals going out. The, the cost of maintaining those two broadcasting uh, media is just. Ridiculous! Like yeah. you, you shouldn't have to do that as as a broadcaster. Mm. Uh, I also think that uh, having television go digital, which offers so much more opportunity, uh, none of which is being really seen, but does offer a lot of mm. a lot of opportunity, uh, then frees up the analog spectrum, which can then be used for uh, for, for other reasons as yeah. well. So, so yeah, I think I think it's a good idea that we went digital. I just think it could have been handled a, a lot a better. better, and um, just very cynical about the free things that are being given to people in Gippsland 
three weeks want... three weeks before an election. Do you want to set top box? No, when I want a set top box, I will buy a set top yeah. box that that I want. In yeah. in the meantime, I don't need one because I'm on Foxtel Digital, so oh, okay. I get my digital signal through through there. Does mean that when the digital switchover happens, my cathode ray television is not going to be able to pick up channel thirty one. That's a problem. Because that's it's, pro- it's getting it through the Foxtel box, so, oh, and right. and Foxtel doesn't uh, doesn't rebroadcast channel thirty one. That's a whole other argument that that I have for another time, Geraldine. Okay, then. For another time. Brett Cropley, what have you got? Uh, Well, we're coming up to the end of the ratings period for 2010. It all, I think, comes to a crashing close this Saturday. What date are we up to? I can't think. It's uh, Uh, Saturday the the 27th. Saturday the 27th. That's a couple of weeks away. Uh, there you go. And uh, Channel 9 are lining up something strong that uh, generally tends to... I, I think it's only 9 that has kind of your, your mainstays for the Saturday night programming uh, as opposed to 7 and 10 who seem to do kind of family movie, movies and, and the like. Yep. Um, so Channel 9 for, for years has had Australia's Funniest Time videos and the grand final will be on uh, on that Saturday, followed by the final Hey Hey... It's Saturday for the year, which uh, I haven't actually had a look at any of the figures. Have you no, at all? I, I haven't. I can't be bothered. But I, I don't care. I have heard <laughs> from from uh, parties away from the show uh, that it's looking good to come back for next year. And I think it's it's a lot more natural fit for Hey Hey it's Saturday to actually be on a Saturday night. Not even James Packer wants anything to do with Channel 9. Like, I, I think that should really... Tell us all something. Well, maybe he just he got wanted to, a new He challenge. got four billion dollars out of it. Why wouldn't he want to get it? Well, he's he's gone, but you know he's buying back into TV now. Yeah, he's buying into Channel Ten. Yeah, because it's a cheaper. New challenge. It's cheaper. If he wanted a challenge, he'd try to make Channel 9 good. Yeah. It's cheaper and it's also gone through the pain already that Channel 9 seems to need to go through to, to come out the other oh, you side think, of... Oh, you think it's a growth... You some, think it's a, some programming issues. You think it's a, it's, it's a growing Channel 10 experience? know what they are. Channel 9 have got no idea because it's run by a, a capital uh, company. Yeah, but so is Channel 10. Anyway, go on. Sorry, I've, uh, I've interrupted your story. You're... You're talking about Funniest Home Videos and what a great show it is. And then Hey Hey, uh, <laughs> followed by a show called Lights, Camera, Party, Television <laughs> City Celebrates. What? <laughs> Which is the shittest name, I think, for uh, what could be actually quite a moving uh, uh, show. Basically, uh, so the close going of the piano over factory? The, the story of the Piano Factory, the Bendigo Street uh, Studios on the final night that it will be operating. It's, so that's it. They, that's yeah. that's gone. What are they going to turn it into? Apartments. Re- in really? Richmond. In Richmond. Apartments. Yeah, apartments in Richmond. Wow. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's that's a risk. <laughs> From what you were saying before, Josh, it sounded like you'd uh, caught a little bit of the show on Saturday night. And uh, did you happen to see the golf cart driving through the the staging areas and stuff? And Daryl saying, and there'll be a, an apartment there, and and this will all be going and. Uh, I don't know At what the start of the show is they're going down to see I don't uh, know what part of those, uh, those boys in that band I don't know what I don't think he watched it I don't I don't know what part of me saying I don't want anything to do with Hey Hey It's Saturday made you think that I saw some of the show on Saturday night <laughs> you're talking about Lavinia before 
I'm just saying Lavinia's on Hey Hey It's Saturday. That's all I was saying Okay, in our conversation. Lavinia's on Hey Hey It's Saturday, and uh, that's all I had to say about that. Uh, Bert Newton and Eddie Maguire will be <laughs> leading an all-star lineup, uh, kicking out the tenants at uh, Bendigo Street, Richmond, 3121. That was such a magical address. That's, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to live in Richmond as a kid. Really? Yeah. Because that's where Channel 9 was? Yeah, Bendigo Street, 3121. Wow. Best postcode. Really? Yeah. You're a very strange individual. <laughs> yeah. There you very, go. Very, very strange individual. Um, now, a couple of weeks ago, I, I mixed up some things uh, thinking The Amazing Race Australia was maybe going to be hosted by Warney because I'd heard something about it. No, it's Warney's got his own show. Uh, they're saying that it's just going to be like the footy show but about cricket. With, with, cha- with Channel 7? Uh, no, with Channel 9. Right, so there was nothing right about what you had that, that week. Oh, it's The Amazing Race on Channel 7. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard something about Warney, you know. I, I, I think that's kind of dire. Uh, I, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not a big cricket fan, um, but uh, I think, I think uh, holding it up as the footy show of cricket is... I don't think Warney's got the, the, the personality and the charisma they, to be what, able to pull that off. Haven't they already tried that? With what? A cricket footy show. I thought they already tried that. Oh, no, what they tried was the Shane Warne Foundation breakfast, which was a breakfast that they had uh, on the morning of the Boxing Day test. And uh, it was to raise money for the Shane Warne Foundation. And it was supposed to kind of rival... proceeds to Shane Warne. Yeah, uh, to Shane Warne's uh, tax write-off. And the... Uh, and, and it was supposed to kind of rival the uh, North, North Melbourne, Melbourne Grand, Grand Final breakfast. breakfast, and so they tried to uh, they, they tried to make this huge event that they called the Shane Warne Boxing Day Test Breakfast, really and happened. it was I went What's to the, the day after Christmas. Why would you? Why I went to the, I went to the taping of it. Oh, when did they tape it? November. Oh no, they t- they taped it on. It was it went out live. So you you went. I went. It and was terrible. It was a world of, of pain, but my uh, my favourite bit was they had uh, uh, they had these these backup singers, these kind of lounge backup singers, uh, giving a, a a little bit of interstitial music. Of no, no, it was more like the Nissan Cedrics. Like it was just okay. two women. Was, but uh, during one of the breaks uh, to entertain the crowd, having the breakfast, uh, crowd was you know two hundred people. Uh, to entertain them, one of the women went around and sang a song to the tune of Love is in the Air with the very clever lyrics of Cricket's in the Air. <laughs> it was... That sounds like my dream. It now, was hilarious, Geraldine. Hilarious. Tell me, uh, in, in comparison to uh, last week's Arias, where does, where does the breakfast fit in? It's a, an amazing piece of television that should be on every week. Really? In uh, in relation to <laughs> the, uh, the the horrible right. pile of vomit that was the Arias, right? And you know, I mean, I think it was a debut producer for the Arias. <laughs> uh, so so you know that was, that was give, a strong debut. Chance it was a very it was a very strong debut, and uh, and I'm sure they'll get a chance to have another debut later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, spe- speaking of uh, a great pile of vomit, uh, it's also been announced that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, there's going to be a new chat show called Live from Planet Earth on the Nine Network in the year 20, 
the 11. Hosted by Simon Le Bon? No, hosted by Ben Elton. What? <laughs> I'd rather have Simon Le Bon. So it's going to be a live variety performance uh, with a cast of regular sketch performers, guest comedians, comedy music acts. Uh, there's a reason why Ben Elton ha- had to leave the UK, and, and, and that is he had a nation of 90 million that hated him after after raping the Queen... Uh, Queen's... The <laughs> Queen, <laughs> after raping Queen's back catalogue. Just to be clear, viewers, uh, we're not actually suggesting that Ben Elton has raped the Queen. Mm. No, no, the, the no, Queen's no, back catalogue. The... the, 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 yeah. the the, yeah, it's for, for right. we will rock the, you. He, he's <laughs> metaphorically, he has metaphorically raped the back catalogue of the band right. Queen. Let is me, what's probably let me is just what clarify. Is what, is what Brett's saying? And he's just always been such a smart ass, but hang, unfunny, just, right, unfunny Brett, person. I just right, to, actually, trying to, to do comedy. Toby there. Because he also he may or may have not done uh, inappropriate things to Prince Philip. So, you All know, right. the thing is, yes, Geraldine. yes, he wrote, he wrote, he wrote. We will rock you. Yes, I believe that is still playing in London's West End. And wrote and directed maybe Baby. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. But we could, we also need to remember that he has created some some magnificent work. Thirty years ago. Okay. Yeah. What are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, it's not that long ago. I'm talking about the young ones and Blackadder. Twenty six years ago. <laughs> close enough. All right. But it's. I'm just saying that I think it's it's great what he's doing. Just because you guys don't like Ben Elton. And he's a, a small facet of, of hey, the show. And my, here's the show, pers- finally. Australia has been screaming out for another variety type show. And then someone comes along like Ben Elton and he's giving it to us. And he'll, you know, oh, it'll be get, a cast of Australian. There's right. a cast of Australian performers that will finally get a chance to maybe, you know, have a career on TV. But why do we need Ben Elton for it? Yes. Why can't we just get why, Australia? Why do we have to have some import? Because, why, because yeah, the rest yeah, of why, Australia. Why do we need an import? Why can't we just get Australia's own uh, Ben Elton impersonator, Tony Martin, to do it? <laughs> he's, oh he's Australian. He, he doesn't impersonate he, Ben Elton. He's he's actually a good <laughs> freaking performer. And I can't believe that that Tony Martin's not got a regular TV gig apart from a monthly have a chat with somebody interesting. Maybe he doesn't want to. But here's the thing, you're already knocking the show before it's even gone to air. Have you not listened to this show before? <laughs> that's that's just, what we do. I'm, 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 I'm thinking it's six weeks tops. Really? Six weeks? Yep. Oh, no, I, 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 I'm willing to give it more of a chance than that. I think Australia's screaming out for a show. Like, Rove's gone, and you, I bet you you two didn't like Rove at all. No, I did. You I did? Enjoyed it, yeah. I, wor- I worked on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm just saying but, but that hasn't, hasn't the the uh, appetite for variety television been sated by Hey Ho Sato? <laughs> no, that's because that's, that's, hey that that's, that's what that show is. That's what that show is. Saturday, and this is this is going to be a, a live, you know, sketch show in front of a studio audience. And it's Hey Hey It's Saturday is Hey Hey It's Saturday. Is that a cultural cringe show? I actually can't believe you just said that, Brett. Hey. It's a live variety. I'm disgusted. I can't believe you said that with a straight <laughs> face. Mm. The idea that I'm Hey just... Hey It's Saturday sated anything at all. <laughs> anyway, I, I think I think it's it's fair to say some people like Geraldine are looking forward to Ben Elton's. Uh, but ben I Elton's very sketch, much will be. sketch variety chat show. Some people like Brett. Will uh, will reserve their judgment until two minutes from now. Yeah, ex- I'm just saying, give it a chance. Like I, 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 
I've seen him. I've seen him do live stuff, and I don't have a personal grudge with him. Sounds like I'd, you do. I just find him really unfunny whenever he's in front of a camera. He may be a good writer, he might be a good director, producer, but being in front, no. So Brett, no personal grudge with Ben Elton. Geraldine thinks that he's the the way of the future. Josh no. does have a personal grudge with Ben Elton, <laughs> and that is the box cutters news. <laughs> Are you one of those that follows follows the Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. If you could be here during the breaks, people. <sighs> Rod Stewart was here. He was fantastic. He Gave was a great it. show. Uh, I don't buy. <laughs> he He's looking <laughs> remarkable for someone so old. I know. I know. Mm. He still gets the ladies, though. Mm. Rod Stewart. Mm. Yeah. Still does it. Mm. Must be the mullet. Uh I don't buy an ad that uh, that I, I've seen on TV recently. Uh-huh. Now you know these. All right, there's there is a thing with ads where uh, in the world of advertising, toilet paper mm-hmm. equals puppies. Right. <laughs> yes. Toilet paper equals puppies. Yes. If you want to sell toilet paper, the best way to t- sell toilet paper is with a puppy. That's because they're both as soft as each other and they both have uh, the same fecal removing qualities. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Mm, really? Shall we call the RSPCA now, Brett? <laughs> hey, it's scientifically... Uh, uh, Just again, to be clear, the RSPCA, we're, we're not advocating the use of puppies for I'm, fecal I'm, oh, were you? <laughs> it's a remarkable, you st- you remarkable gave coincidence. Up, Toby, you gave up law a long time ago. <laughs> Just, just, I'm just saving your ass here, buddy. Seriously. Like, so, I'm not going to have any assets left by the time I... So, uh, s- speaking of assets, toilet paper and puppies go together like toilet paper and puppies. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. natural. Everyone knows that. Uh, you've, got, uh, you've got one brand of puppies that uses one of those dogs with all the wrinkles in its face, and you've got the other... Uh, like Woodrow from Southern Townsend's Wonderland. No. The Bloodhound. No, not like a Bloodhound. The, the Sharpay. Sure. That's a type of dog. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought, it was, a, I thought it was a kind the of little uh, dog per- with too permanent much skin. marker. Too much skin. Yeah. yeah. yeah Sharpe. Sharpe. And a Labrador. And, uh, and then there's the Labrador for, for Kleenex. Mm-hmm. Now, this, uh, this, this ad is for Kleenex because it involves a, a Labrador puppy. Mm-hmm. The Labrador puppy sees that the roll of toilet paper is empty, but the roll is still on the toilet paper holder. Mm-hmm. The dog then takes the toilet paper roll off and brings it to its owner. Mm -hmm. Which would be fine if the toilet paper roll, if the toilet paper holder was one of those toilet paper holders that you just kind of just just slide it on and then the dog can just slide it off. But this is one of those... Kind of nonsensical ones. See, the spring-loaded or it's got that hook element where you have to push it out and then pull it up oh, yes. and then and well, then release a hook, it. A dog could get that off if it's just a hook. Really? It, yeah. Really? Just, have you tried? Get the nose underneath and, and have hook you tried? it off. So it's, it's either one of those or it's one of those spring-loaded ones. Like it's, if it's not a spring-loaded one, like I can completely understand that. I, th- <laughs> I can't believe I'm arguing this. I think but it requires just... thumbs. I think it requires thumbs. Not only that, I think it requires adult thumbs. If it's a domestic I've uh, seen bathroom, a number of, I don't a think number you're going to have the hook metal kind of G-clamp one. I think it's a. Uh, I've seen a number of children uh, who have been injured by those uh, by those toilet roll holders. Taken out an eye. Yeah. yeah, very hard to do. I don't believe that a puppy could do it. I don't mm. buy it, and and for that reason, I don't buy that toilet paper. 
Hi, this is the fabulous Adam Richard, and you are listening to the Box Cutters. <gasps> I love them. They're very exciting. And now here's my famous catchphrase. You ready? Say hi to your dad for me. Oh, maybe that's not mine. G'day, there you go. I'm John. Nice to meet you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, John Geraldine. We were just interesting. Yeah, yeah. To my left, can we just edit this in, Brent? Sure. And and to my far left, John Richards. Yay. I'm not staying. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not staying. I have, to, I have to go home after this. To uh, you'll be surprised to hear this, boys. I'm going home to rewrite. What do you think I'm rewriting, Josh? Uh, are you are you rewriting uh, episode one? It's episode one. No, I'm still rewriting oh, episode one. John. We started filming a week ago, and I'm still <laughs> rewriting episode one. How many colours have you got on your scripts? Oh, oh, I've got them here. Oh, excellent. Let me show you. In my, I, had to buy, actually, I had to buy a new crumbler bag. <laughs> <laughs> I did, because I needed one that fit a lever arch file and a laptop at the same time, which is quite a big thing to fit. I got a uh, sort of salmon-coloured uh, lever arch file so I can spot it in a crowd. So there oh. we go. There's, there's, there's episode one thus far. You can see this. So there's some pink blue. There's some blues, some, blue. some pinks, and some whites. I think there's some yellows somewhere. Oh, some I greens. I some yellow near the front there. Hey, is that Look, whole green. folder, that whole folder is just episode one? Yes. This is part one of episode... No, no, this is all six episodes. But that's, yeah, that's what we're up to thus far. Um, Because it's a show about... uh, And and in case you haven't listened to the last 4,000 episodes of this. um, Because it's a sitcom about a gay science fiction fan club, and they are therefore fans of science fiction, I had them being fans of science fiction. That's where I went wrong. Um, Because lawyers... And, oh, boy, I spent a lot of time talking to lawyers. Um, Talking or screaming? Yeah, column A, column B. <laughs> um, they have informed me I can't mention as much stuff as I thought I could. I can't write musicals about famous uh, science fiction franchises because I think that would be funny. And I can't dress my characters up as famous dress-wearing communications officers. Also, you so, can't use on. Johnny Appleseed as one of the characters. I can't use Johnny Appleseed. Hang no. on. The... the uh do these lawyers don't like spending time in court. Is that what they're saying? That they don't want to earn heaps of well, money for court appearances. The, these are the lawyers we hired to stop us doing that. So um, a lot of it involves then having to create. How new... else are you going to get publicity, John? If yeah. you're not getting sued. Well, Laura Waters and I have talked about sending off uh, DVDs to all the conservative PMs just before it goes to air with a you know, MPs. With, with a, yeah, with a, yeah, like Christopher Pine in, in you know, Adelaide saying, this is where your tax dollars are being spent, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what will happen. But um, <laughs> we've, we've, so we've started cheating and so we have to keep – we've created now our own – TV show, our own fake TV show. Then we discovered the name for our fake TV show was too close to something else, and we had to change it to another name, which changed three times today. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't just you can't just pretend it's Blake Seven and call it Black Zibbon. I thought that was enough. Blake's Eight. It's like a whole different thing. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, so so that's that's why I'm going home to rewrite episode one after this. Oh, that sounds torturous. Uh, torturous and. Angrifying. It is angrifying, although today we made a leap, which I think will actually make it, because sometimes you think, I'm making this worse, and then you find a new way to approach it, and I think we found a new way, which will make it even better. So do you have to reshoot anything? No, 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 because um, uh, Ep4 was one where we were just you know, doing kind of scary movies, and so there wasn't anything particularly specific in it. So you can mention Hellraiser. You can mention Alien, 13, you can mention, yeah, you can kind of mention stuff. Jason. It's just it's such a weird thing too. There's this weird rule about if you put someone in a costume that looks like a real costume, that's illegal. If you put them in a costume that's that's humorously inaccurate, that's fine. 
So uh-huh. it's just, oh, I don't know. It's weird. It's right. weird. Uh, copyright law can suck my zombie balls, Johnny. It, it is It is very frustrating. Right. But what, why can you make all those references to horrors but not to sci-fi? Well, no, we can make reference to stuff to a degree. But I, you can't, I don't even quite understand where it went. The... So you can make... You can possibly make verbal references to things, but you can't necessarily make visual references to things because then maybe people might realise what you're referencing. Yeah, well, it's, it's even weirder than that, though. It's stuff like, you know, we, we wrote... Because episode five, they were going off to see a, a musical based around a thing, and we put some phrases in, and it was like, no, no, those phrases are phrases. And I, well, yeah, they are. And a lot of it's depending on the, the legal definition is whether a reasonable person could really get something mixed They're up confused. with something else. Oh, that's and I think the definition ooh. of reasonable person is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, oh, I'm so I'm so angry on your behalf. Anyway, I, anyway, I, I recently uh, I recently uh, received uh, as a gift uh, the final episode of Middleman, which came out as a comic book, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Armageddon apocalypse something or other, uh, and at the end of it. Uh, much like in the in the DVD box set of Middleman, Javier Grigio Marx-Koch goes through every single pop culture reference that is in the episode and talks about where that came from. And every single Star Wars reference, he says, uh, this is completely coincidental and has absolutely nothing to do with Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, and that's it. And look, and I should say that I am falling now into what my brother calls my diamond shoes are too tight syndrome. That, you know, I, 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 I am, yeah, I do have a six part series being made for the ABC, directed by Kevin Carlin. I should shut the fuck up, really. Yeah. Um, and Kevin is doing an astonishing job. This is a beautiful, beautiful shots. Two dollies at once the other day. Two dollies. <gasps> wow. Well, that handhold crap for us. No. That's more than Play School have. They've uh, just got uh, one dolly and a teddy. And we had a really, really long <laughs> jolly one day as well. That was cool. And we put two cameras on it, like one on top of the other. <laughs> is that for 3D? Are you doing this in 3D? Is it going to be released in 3D? Are we going to have 3D Outland? Of course. Excellent. I'm lying. <laughs> uh, so, so, it's going, so the shooting has been going good. It's like looking week, gorgeous. How many more weeks of shooting have you got? Uh, we're doing one episode a week. So we've done episode four, obviously. Doing episode three today, episode six next week, and uh, and we follow in in that fits, yeah. in that order. Oh, so it's the uh, the uh, inverse Fibonacci sequence. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Which, as we know, is the comedy sequence. It's <laughs> how to make things funniest is do them out of order. <laughs> so it's not even that you're shooting all the scenes that use the one set. Well, oh, no, no, we are because each 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 week is in a different location. So each ah, episode okay. takes place in one one house, basically in real time. They move around the. The, the houses of the members. So, um, and it's more to do with sort of just uh, tedious logistical stuff. Uh, two of the places we're filming are being sold, so we have to kind of move in around them. Uh, one of them made the cover of The Age, Good Weekend Guide, the, the, uh, the, the oh, yeah. domain guide. Domain. So it'll be kind of hilarious when the owners of that <laughs> turn on telly next year and see their house covered in sex toys and a naked man in it. And they'll go, oh, look, darling, that's here. Oh. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, oh, look, that wasn't in the section 32. <laughs> It's a little uh, real estate joke for you. <laughs> yeah. But of course, the reason I'm here is to plug something. Yes. Can I, can yes. I, I mentioned, away? I mentioned that at the start of the show. I mentioned that you were coming in just to use us. Just to use you. Yeah. Yeah. Because back yep. in the old days when I cared and was here, now I'm just... 
Now you just, ooh, look at I me. Elston Week's the new Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a career. Let's, yeah, get Tim, let's get Tim Ferguson. He can say, like, deliberately contrary things. <laughs> ooh, he's so scary. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, so you're listening to Inner it. city people. Oh, they suck, <laughs> even though I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah why do we make more comedies like you and your stupid mate? <laughs> yeah, that year was a huge success for the Australian box office, wasn't it, Tim? <laughs> I, did, uh, I, I did find that all very interesting, and then I dropped him off in St Kilda. And... <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, um, he did send us his book, by the way, uh, which he? looks which looks to be quite interesting. Cheeky monkey, if you want to buy it, the cheeky monkey, the cheeky monkey, writing narrative comedy. Johnny should have a look. Oh, oh, yeah, you should, before you get too far into it, I know. Like, you should, before I get too far into episode one, <laughs> can you just can you turn to the Star Trek reference chapter? Uh, uh, Dick and Deborah. No, <laughs> yes, you're here. You're here to plug something. Yes, we're, so we're filming episode six next week and that is the final episode and like any final episode of a sitcom it ends at a gay pride rally and mm-hmm. um, and because we're on the ABC we need a few thousand people just to show up <laughs> of their own volition uh, so do you remember that series of mother and son that ended in a gay pride rally no hilarious didn't happen no. see it could have it could have gone either way there canal <laughs> yeah I know you could have spun that out for weeks I know <laughs> So we, we, we are basically looking for volunteers. If you want to come down and see how a TV show is made and want to hang out in a park and want to be a bit fabulous. Will you be supplying hot pants uh, and I, uh, gold lame docks? Only for the stars. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can look down upon you. So if people so have what, their own, they can bring, bring, you can bring them, them on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what, bring them on. What date? If people want to volunteer for this, what date? It's Friday the 26th. Friday the 26th of November, which I believe is also my brother's birthday. So, happy birthday, Paul. That's the other brother, not the Diamond Shoes one. That's Tim. Uh, and Do you have to be gay? So, you don't have to be gay. No, no. You have to pretend you're gay. Okay. You know, but that'd be kind of cool. Or, or that'd be gay, kind of fun. I can do that. Or yeah, gay can, friendly. You don't, you, don't have to, you, you don't have to be gay no, to be you, in the You March could be gay either. friendly. You could you be a member be... of PFLAG or something, Geraldine. Mm. Mm. That's parents and friends of lesbians and gay. Oh, I should join that. You could even just make a banner. Just, just don't be a uh, Hillsborough Baptist. <laughs> I think people should bring banners like at the um, the the uh, sanity the, rally. Yes, you know, um, yeah, the rally to restore to, to restore sanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bring your own insane banner on. It'd <laughs> be kind of cool. Um, but so it's Friday, twenty sixth. It's from eight a.m. in the morning. That is quite early. Have you got an enormous lily chin uh, paper mache head? Uh, I don't yet. But if someone's got one, bring it down. <laughs> Do you have one, Cropley? Is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it made it sound like you've got though? one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be there all day till 4pm, so even if you can't come at 8. But but come on down. If you're there at 8, you're probably going to be on, on the telly, pretty much. And uh, it should be really fun. We're trying to sort of line up stuff as well. To Do, to do they need to register with anyone? Is there a... Yeah, the, look, the best thing to do is if you email outlandpride at gmail.com. That's outlandpride at gmail.com. And the lovely Anne-Marie will send you details about where and when and whence. Um, there's also a Facebook uh, event page. You can go to and, and click attend on that. Oh, it's very modern. We'll uh, we'll we'll link to I, that on I, the on the blog as well. We'll have grounds. that email address no, and the. Will you be, will you be mentioning it in your uh, Twitter feed? I believe some twittering has happened. Yes. I don't really understand that. Yes. So that's yeah. box box cutters <laughs> has already mentioned <laughs> Box cutters has already mentioned it in the box cutters Twitter feed. How about Smacker? box cutters cast on the Smacker feed? Uh, no, Ross is still working on the uh, on the code for. He's finding Ruby very very hard to uh, to scale with Smacker. And Mr. Canal, you've yeah. said you're coming down. 
I believe. Uh, I've said that I would retweet it. I don't know if I can. Oh, now he's backing away. I was going to say you can meet Josh Canal. That'd be a thrill. I think. I think I can. I can be there for a few hours. I can probably be there from like eight till eleven. Yeah, that'd be good. Is there uh, a stage? Yeah. 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 Well, there, there is. There is. Look, there's a lot of. What talk. do you have a big le- I, um, a ladder like uh, like Spencer Tunic? Uh, no, but we have Crane. And we have some, oh. and we have some, um, we have some tracks. There will be dolly shots. Can you There's say always dolly shots? <laughs> can you say the uh, can you say the controversial lesbophobic uh, part of the instructions? Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, we're asking you, please, to not wear purple unless you're wearing something which is a rainbow flag based item. In which case, of course, purple forms part of that. This does not mean I'm attacking suffragettes or something, <laughs> readers of TV Tonight blog. You just want to take back the vote, don't you? Apparently I'm homophobic and I'm misogynistic and I got told I was racist the other day and I'm, I'm, I'm doing well, That's basically. John, John I, was, I was told today that I'm, uh, I'm trans etc phobic. Uh, and also a rape apologist. You, so you, you, know, you also we, have we can join the same club. You also, from your appearance on my show, enjoy have internalized homophobia, which, since you're not gay, is kind of amusing. And, and racism. <laughs> and, and I'm also I'm also racist. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. 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 That's that's going to be my flag. My my big banner <laughs> is going to be racist interna- internalized homophobic straights for for transgender rape. <laughs> but 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 John, why have you banned purple? It, it's just the leads will be wearing purple. Basically, we had to choose a colour that the lead characters wear, and, and so we wanted to avoid people. So you also can wearing that everybody color. else out. <laughs> so we can replace them all with Lily like, Chin, like like in a Nick Kershaw video, <laughs> like in a Nick Kershaw, video. like the magic because they wave their hand and the magic happens, like in a Nick Kershaw video, and everyone goes, "Wow, we're a different colour now." It's, Look, it's, so it's it's because, and this is one of the secrets of television. You want the main characters to be able to stand out in a crowd shot, so you can go, "Oh, there's Barry." Uh, who really likes the thing that we're not calling Star Trek, and there's Greg, <laughs> who really likes the thing that we're not calling Blake Seven, and and we put them in purple, thinking that would be a colour that would, would yeah. Would and pop. there's that, and there's that one in the wheelchair because the wheelchair wasn't enough for her to stand out. Yeah, yeah, that's Christine Arnu. Can I just mention Christine Arnu's in the show in the that's, wheelchair? Yeah, really yeah. excellent. I yeah. didn't realise you'd merge those yeah, the, the disability with the indigenous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I all s- for one. <laughs> <laughs> And she's, she's, and she's, she's, also the only, no, she, she's also the only female, isn't she? She is. Yeah, so she's the only, she's the only female. <laughs> because I hate women. Disability. I hate them, Geraldine. Doesn't she get I read a girlfriend it on the internet. Though? Doesn't she get a girlfriend? She's, she's actually an ex-girlfriend, but she does get a kiss. Oh, look, I'm giving spoilers away now. Oh, but, but there now, is there is a bit of girl Now I'm on, not going to watch it. There is a bit of girl on girl action with Ros Hammond. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> Ros Hammond, Ros Hammond, Christina, Christina and, and a wheelchair. And a wheelchair. You, you had me at wheelchair. Someone's dreams just come true there. <laughs> So, John, just um, I'm going to just uh, repeat all of that in an order. Uh, 8 a.m. on Friday, November 26th, if you can be at the Katani Gardens in St Kilda. And they're a really lovely place to be, Katani Gardens in St Kilda. Uh, where are Katani Gardens? Oh, down, down where they have the pony rides. Yeah, down in order. Beaconsfield Brett. Parade. Yeah, so Beaconsfield Parade, Katani Gardens. If you, you look that up, you can pretend you're on the Secret Life of Us. You can pretend you're you can in play secret- soccer just yeah. like you're on the Secret it's, Life of Us. You can. Oh, that's where you go to your laugh group. Yeah. If yeah. you, uh, if you, oh god, <laughs> I just had horrible. Oh, that's annoying. If you, uh, if you want to find out more information or register or just tell people that you're coming, you can email outlandpride at gmail dot com, or if you do a search for Outland on Facebook in the events section, you will find. 
this event, I'm hoping. But I'm there will also to. be a link on the Box Cutters blog Has there at been boxcutters.net. I haven't finished talking, Facebook Facebook clearly. Promote, uh, uh, protesting your, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your anti-everything. Oh, give it time. There, there will be. I'll start one now. I'll also, I'll also promote that on boxcutters.net. John Richards, thank you so much for taking time out of rewriting episode one yet again. Uh, and uh, and I, I hope that the, uh, the estate of uh, Star Trek don't, uh, don't come after you. See, I never said the S word. Right, you, you, never, you never said the... I, I didn't. I didn't even know that was the thing. I just, I just kind of assumed. I wish you all the best. Live long and prosper. I... I'm Adam Zouar. You might recognise my voice from ads for Ford, Australia Post and HBA. Or maybe from the phone calls I make to your house late at night. That's right. I make phone calls to your house late at night. I'm Adam Zouar. And you're listening to Box Cutters. Mike and Molly is a show that started this last fall season in the US on CBS. The current fall season in the US. This most recent fall season. 2010. Yes. In fact, September 20th, 2010, mm-hmm. Mike and Molly started uh, in, in the USA. Uh, it is created by Mark Roberts, but also executive produced by Chuck Lorre, who mm. people will remember from the, the middle. Really? He does the middle? <laughs> no, I don't think he does. I don't think he does uh, the middle. Two and a half men. Uh, two and a half men and Dumber and Greg. Uh, so, you know, he's got some successful comedies under his belt. Excellent title cards. Yeah, and he and he has great he has great vanity cards. Yep, uh, he has vanity cards that tell you whole stories, and uh, he kind of uses his vanity cards like a blog. Mm-hmm. It's, I like that. I like that about Chuck mm-hmm. Lorre. Mm-hmm. If you uh, can freeze frame it and put up with that uh, courier, yeah, font. It's very hard to do. Uh, so he and uh, and Mark Roberts have created this. Mark Roberts uh, has been a writer and a co-producer on Two and a Half Men as well. So they've worked together before. Uh, and it's the show's called yet again Mike and Molly. Mike is a Chicago policeman. Molly is a school teacher. They are both very much overweight, and they meet at an Overeaters Anonymous meeting, and then they start dating. The rest writes itself. Surely, because it's funny to laugh at fat people. No, actually, actually, that's that's not what happens here. Okay. Uh, this is uh, this is a three camera laugher from CBS and only a handful of episodes have gone to air so far but in the pilot it already stood out from all the other three camera laughers I've seen in the last five years because it was funny it It, is funny it is it is funny Uh, it it had jokes it had jokes that made me laugh it had real jokes it had jokes that were quick and surprising jokes that weren't told with the predictable cadence of ordinary three-camera sitcoms, mm-hmm. where they'll go. So, Brett, give it, give a lame line, wait for the laugh. So, Brett, I see you wearing blue again. Yes, I am wearing blue again. Yeah, you should tell that to your shirt. <laughs> and see, and they'll. And then, this doesn't. This doesn't really have that so much. Okay. Uh, there are many formulas with sitcom, and Mike and Molly follows the one where. The leads don't usually get the funny lines. They kind of play the uh, the, the straight man or straight man and woman in this mm-hmm. case. Remember Will and Grace? Yes, kind of. Do you yes. remember any of the jokes that Grace or Will told? Oh, no, because they weren't the funny ones. Right. Jack and Karen? Yes. Yeah. 
they were hilarious. Uh, so Billy Gardell plays Mike and Melissa McCarthy plays Molly are both good comic actors, but the real treat here are Katie Mixon and Swoozie Kurtz, who play Molly's sister and mother, Where respectively. Where do I know that Swoozie Kurtz name from? Swoozie Kurtz, you'll remember from uh, Pushing Daisies. She was one of the aunts. She was Aunt Lily in Pushing Daisies. Mm-hmm. People who don't remember the names of people in Pushing Daisies, she was the one with the patch. She also has a, a career, uh, an IMDb page as long as your arm, uh, even in small font. Uh-huh. It's as long as your arm. Eight point. Even in the, and especially in the new IMDb format, it's at least as long as your arm. I don't like the new Boo, IMDb it's format. A new format. Yeah. Boo! Yeah. Boo! So they play uh, Molly's sister and mother, respectively. Uh, Katie Mixon, you might also remember from Eastbound and Down. She was the uh, girlfriend that Kenny Powers goes back to his hometown to try to win the heart of. Yes. Uh, also a, v- a very good com- comic actor. And it's never really explained why Molly, who has a job and is a human adult, still lives in the same house as her stoner, slutty sister and her smutty mother. But I'm very glad that she does because that's where all of the jokes are. It was never explained mm-hmm. in Everybody Loves Raymond, was it? Uh, why they lived next door to his parents. I think it was explained in like, the first episode. Why they lived there as well. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, but no, they don't. They definitely don't explain it to this. So, uh, Swizzy Kurtz plays a really smutty mother. Like, she just... Nothing nothing is a, a no-go zone. Everything is safe for work, as far as, uh, mm-hmm. as, far as Molly's mother's concerned. And as I said, Katie Mixon's uh, character is a stoner and a slut. Uh, awesome. I, I find that this show is really pushing the boundaries for what can and... Uh, and can't be. Sh- it's, it's kind of like they're thumbing their nose at the at the FCC. Do you remember back to the Golden Girls when the only reason Sophia could get away with saying the stuff that she said was because she was supposed to have dementia, and so you yeah. know that that was her reason for having no filter because she was losing her mind. You're whereas, a slut. Whereas, right, everyone else had had a filter. Uh, those days are long gone, right? No one can say stuff like that on TV anymore, and. I really think that Mike and Molly are trying to push the boundaries in what can and can't be said, what the FCC will and won't allow, because obviously they won't allow the certain swear words, they won't allow nipples, but there are lots of words that they will allow and discussion of lots of topics that uh, seem to not be taboo just because they haven't listed them in their official documentation. So we've got a little bit of a clip uh, from Mike and Molly, and this is in the first episode. Uh, we're introduced to Molly. She is on a an elliptical trainer, and her mother comes into the room with a big piece of chocolate cake. She's Matty Matty, just letting it all hang out, cause she's a brick house. Shake it down, shake it down, shake it down now. Shake it down, shake it down, shake it down. Shake it down, shake it down. Mom, do you have to eat that in front of me? Oh, I'm sorry, baby. You want a bite? What do you think I'm doing on this machine here? Making butter? Oh, baby, why are you punishing yourself? Face it, you're a big bone girl. You're always going to be a big bone girl. Bones don't jiggle, Mom. You just got to accept the fact that you got your daddy's genes. I mean, if you had a turkey leg in one hand and the other hand down your pants, I'd swear he was risen from the dead. (laughs) Ah, 
heart this is moist. Do I smell your double chocolate blackout cake? Fresh out of the oven. Oh, give me. Mmm. Oh, Mom, this is incredible. This time, instead of milk, mm -hmm. I use pudding. Oh, bravo. That must be why it's so smooth and creamy. For God's sakes, why are you doing this to me? What? What am I doing? Burned off my uh, 12 calories. Just gonna go to my OA meeting. Oh, Mom, you're never gonna meet a cute guy at the Chub Club. I'm not going to meet guys. I'm going for support. Not that I don't get more than enough right here. Whoa, where'd that come from? Where did that come from? Are you kidding me? Okay, I'm trying to watch my diet. I'm trying to exercise. And you two are just trying to make me fatter. You're not fat. You're big bone. <laughs> and I'm just trying to get you laid. <laughs> Why don't you take her to one of those lesbo clubs? No, they, they seem to like the beefy gals. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they really... I think they're really pushing it with, with Mark and Molly. At least in, in the first episode. I mean, firstly, that pudding line... Got me instantly. I just thought that's that's hilarious. And that's Do you know what got me was <laughs> when she said, you know, if you had a turkey in one hand and, and your yeah, hands hand down it. the other and, you know, whatever it was she said after that. But then momentarily after that when she said, Oh, this is moist <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it's it's a it's it's a really funny show. Or at least the first few episodes were really funny. And we're about six or seven episodes in now and uh, you know, flying back and forth to, to the US to see it. Uh, it's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. So exhausting. Uh, it's starting to fall into an old sitcom formula and I'm worried that it's going to, to just end up uh, being what it wasn't to start with. I think it's going it, to, you know, I'm worried that it's going to end up being boring. The other problem is uh, there is no unresolved sexual tension because they meet and they start dating straight away. So you know that they're dating... Uh, and so that's not really driving it. So all that can keep are driving they, are it. Are they sleeping together though? Uh, you know, I don't want to put any spoilers in, but episode four, they sleep together. <laughs> what they have two skinny friends that that kind of have this antagonistic. Uh, you know, no, not really. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Not really. They they like don't. the reverse Gavin and Stacey. They don't. There's. Uh, I mean, Mike has his uh, police partner, and uh, and Molly has. His, uh, her sister and they do try to hook the two of them up uh-huh. but that just kind of fails and that was only ever going to be about sex anyway mm. there's a lot oh, of that's sex very talk Gavin and Stacey oh, is well k- kind of but not 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 quite uh, the there is so much sex talk in this show it's really I, I, you know I don't want to sound prudish but it's a little bit shocking because I'm not used to it. Mm. And there's more than in How I Met Your Mother. There's a lot more than just double entendre. There is actual out-and-out sex talk, let's let's do this in your face, which I find really interesting. That aside, the jokes are really good. It's usually really well-written. Sweezy Kurtz is just an absolute delight to watch. She's got the timing down that uh, reminds me. Remember how... Uh, impressed we were with uh, Jason Bateman the first time we realised that he had excellent comic timing and it yeah, wasn't Team just Wolf too. Uh, yeah yep. yeah uh, I, so I do remember that after yeah, it's we... after it's your move uh, where he had that uh, that that 
really breeding ground. Uh, and then Team Wolf 2 just went, wow, great. Now I'm talking, of course, about Arrested Development. Because Valerie and the Hogan family was very much the sa- that same cadence that I was talking about before of, Brett, you've got headphones on. Yeah, my uh, ears were really cold. Right, uh, right. What have you got <laughs> playing in them? Uh, can't hate. Cricket? 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 I can't do cricket noises. All I can do is the word cricket in a very cute... <laughs> Kind of voice. Just rub your rub your legs together and harder. I'm I'm doing that. I'm doing that. All I'm doing is starting a fire. Anyway, that's Mike and Molly. Uh, Channel Nine are going to uh, air it at the start of next year, according to what they've said thus far. Uh, So it should be coming around February March 2011. Of course, that also might mean that it never airs on Channel Nine at all. It also might air on Gem. It might air on Go. Who knows? Mm. Channel 9, they're just going to spin that wheel, throw those <laughs> dice and try and hit them all with a single dart. Larry Postman. have a letter. Did you read it? You're a godsend. Save you. No, I'm, I'm just the postman. The postman. The postman. The postman. In late breaking news, Pop the Void was a Bronski beat song. Uh, letters to box cutters. Geraldine, you've got some uh, letters in front of you. I'll just bring those to your attention. Yes. Uh, while I read this one out from Paul Jackson, who, uh, also known as Paul Boxcutter, also known as, uh, I, think, I think he's Holden. I think. I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he says that he saw this, uh, this from ghacks.net, a UK special fancy for Brett's special fancy. Yes. Uh, he thought it might be handy for watching UK-centric stuff, but he has not tried it at the time of writing this. It's called Expat Shield. Mm-hmm. E-X-P-A-T Shield.com. S-H-I-E-L-D. Yes. Yes. Spelt the way Shield yes. is spelt. Uh, Brett, have you, have you given that a try since, uh, since Paul made us aware of that? Uh, no, I have not. There are many open proxies uh, around the place, and, and this is generally what, generically what the Brett special fancy is. It's not a jam fancy, it's just a special fancy. Um, it's uh, basically the open proxy means that the web server thinks that you're coming from somewhere else, uh, which might be in the States where you're looking to get on to say something like Hulu, which only allows people from the States to have a look at their stuff. Um, so this is talking about a, a UK one. I'll a problem with uh, some of them is that they don't uh, pass through media or uh, they might have a, a, a limited number of logins that you can use. This sounds like it might be one specifically for people in the UK. UK? Oh, people from the UK or people who want to to watch BBC iPlayer, uh, perhaps. Uh, but that would be handy because there's a lot of good stuff. There is, there is a lot of great on stuff on... Uh, on iPlayer, I've tried to. This is a, a few years ago. I tried to use iPlayer through one of your special fancies, and it took so long to load uh, that I ended up. Uh, it was probably quicker to buy the DVDs mm-hmm. to wait for it to be released on DVD, and then buy it on DVD was quicker than waiting for it to load. I think traditionally might have generally been in the US, so it's going the long way around. You know? Right? Yeah. 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 <coughs> it has to. That's crossing two oceans at least. Yes, indeed. Uh, Geraldine, you've mm-hmm. got uh, you've got a letter there from uh, Eleanor. Eleanor, I do. 
she says, hey, the box cutters. Your discussion of the rally didn't mention actual television-related signs spotted at the rally. I saw a couple in a Huffington Post photo stream and elsewhere, including Telfox, to bring back Joss Whedon. Uh, and there is a website there, huffingtonpost.com. Yeah, don't read that out. I'm not going to read that out. <laughs> don't read that out. And for those who prefer our fictional Democrats to real ones, let Bartlett be Bartlett. Which is... Uh, a reference to West Wing. Yes. Are you are you as big a fan of that as, as Nellie Thomas? No. Do you know what? I only... I got about halfway through season two. I know that... Does Nellie, she, does Nellie know that? Yeah. And she is really shocked. And she she doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> cause she, because she can't understand it. But it's not that I didn't get bored of it or anything like that. I really wanted to keep on watching it. But I was watching it with my housemate... And so we started off watching it together. And we go, oh, yeah, we'll watch a couple of... Oh, this is really good. This is really good. And then I'd go off and, you know, do something with my life. Yeah, li- li- live a life. Yeah. Go out, do gigs yeah, and, do and living. And then somehow I'd, I'd come home and and she'd be six episodes in front. And I'm like, I can't, I can't watch it again now because you're already too far ahead. She's broken the covenant. Yeah, so... And then it just got all out of whack and then... Oh, oh you need to lay these rules down early in, in do, a, but, a relationship but, as far as t- TV watching goes. But, but here's the thing. She goes, oh, I don't care. Just put it on again. Just I don't mind watching it again. Oh, no. You, that's like, weird. You know, you, then you've got to find time to watch it on your own. And exactly. Are you still housemates with this person? Yeah. Really? Despite that, I know. Well, that's why I stopped watching this. Because ah, oh, so, yeah, really that's hard. Watch it again. I'll that's get back into it. Now I feel like I have to start from season two again because I'm, I'm whatever. Also, it, Eleanor goes on. El- Eleanor she? goes on. Also, television related in said photo stream, a guy dressed as Cylon is that as right? a, a Cylon, as which a is Cylon from uh, Battlestar Galactica, or as I like oh. to call it, Battlestar Count Dracula, uh, or. <laughs> Uh, as uh, John Richards likes to call it in Outland, some different show completely. <laughs> yes. I would like that if, uh, if to, to solve all of his legal problems, he just renamed every science fiction show, some different show completely. <laughs> <laughs> not Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, not Doctor Who. <laughs> it's too close. Too, <laughs> too close. Too close? Yeah. Too close. Not to what? Do you want me to read the next letter? Oh, do you, do you want to read you, the next one? Do you, you want? Do you want? To, do you want I, I thought Brett. I thought Brett could read that one. Brett, Just, you can read the next one. This is from. Uh, well, because Brett's, Brett's got a theory. Brett's got a theory from, about uh, this letter. Oh, okay. <clears throat> this is uh, signed Blake Ashford. Ashford. Jeez, we've we've got issues about pronunciations of both their names. But it, it, Blake, dear box cutters, I think Blake is very much Blake. Just a brief clarification to the letter I sent you a few weeks ago. It was I, Blake, not my footy-hating and forbearing wife, Marae Jashow. Well done, Josh, it was pronounced Marae, who sent the ill-conceived and dull letter concerning the history of rugby league football. We share a desktop, and I forgot that her name would be appearing as the sender. Which it has again on this email. So any deserved mockery should be sent my way. I would hate any listeners to believe that Murray cared enough about footy to pen such a tedious letter. Thanks for your excellent show. I work in TV and I really appreciate not just your reviews and humour, but in all of how you take TV seriously as a form and talk about its trends, history and future. I really look forward to it. Again, thanks, Blake. Now, or, I, or should we say Murray? 
Yes, because, because, because it, it is once again from uh, Murray's email address. Even though he igno- oh, oh, he yeah, slash she acknowledges mm-hmm. the. Uh, I I when I when I first read this, I I wondered uh, maybe maybe Murray was just a little bit uh, uh, embarrassed that uh, she'd been so firmly put in her place <laughs> by us on the show a couple of weeks ago, um, and uh, she was trying to uh, to. Say it was somebody else, but you know, good, good on Blake for leaping to her defence, or good on Maybe Murray. Blake doesn't know, about or it. good on Murray for using Blake's name Maybe as a no leap Blake. to her defence. Mm. It gets confusing, doesn't it? I didn't hear the first letter. Sorry, <laughs> my <laughs> y- y- yes, <laughs> yes, Geraldine, what? You, what? spit it out. Come on, you... I think. I think it is Blake. Why, <laughs> <laughs> why would why wouldn't Murray just go, you know, up yours? That's what I think. Why go through all the effort of pretending to be someone else? I I don't know. I don't know the way her mind works. No, who I knows the ways of Murray? <laughs> who who does? <laughs> who knows why anybody on the internet writes anything? Yeah. That's that's a very good point. If you want to be one of those people on the internet <laughs> who write anything, you can write anything to us at hooray at boxcutters.net. That's not Murray. Not Murray. That's hooray. If if you write Murray, it will not get through because we've turned that bit off because so, we were getting too much spam. Hooray, H-O-O-R-A-Y at boxcutters.net or the contact us link on the blog or... You can leave some comments on the blog if you so wish. It's a great place to call his names. If you watch one thing. <laughs> Geraldine Hickey, mm-hmm. if you're going to watch one thing on TV this week considering that Ben Elton's not going to be on until early 2011. Since you're such a freaking apologist. (laughs) Ben Elton lover. Just go home, kiss your picture of Ben Elton. Why don't you do that? I'm just a fan of of a new variety. We all liked Stark. We all thought Stark was a good book. We all thought Gridlocked, not a bad Mm follow-up. I had my doubts in Gridlocked. (laughs) Geraldine, what would you be watching if you were going to watch one thing this week on TV? Uh, Definitely The Librarian's. R- really? Yes. Why? Why the librarians? Is it because Tony Martin started directing them and his, uh, his first episode was last week? That Is too? it the faux bum work? That too. Yes. And also because I'll be on <gasps> it. Oh, wow. Hey, I'll make my, my, uh, my acting debut on... Uh, oh, sorry, my acting debut. 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 Uh, on The Librarians this week, uh, I will be playing the role of woman. <gasps> Yeah. Not not woman. woman not woman one not woman two you not, are just woman not to be confused with young woman but I will be woman. Uh, I, it, it is it I am woman. Hear me borrow this book. DVDs actually. Oh nice. Uh, yes. Because oh, they're they're doing the fundraising. Yeah, they've, they've branched out and it, yeah, it, it's a good show. So you should watch it. Other than just so it's on ABC One uh, Wednesday eight thirty. Do you have the uh, the the time queue for when you're in? Yeah, no. how how long into the episode do I have to watch the whole episode? Watch the whole, why wouldn't you want to watch the whole episode? Josh isn't a fan because I just I just like to watch the bits with Geraldine Hickey in them. No, there's a, and they're few there's and a, far between. I'll tell you that okay. now. 
you got to watch a lot of librarians to get to the bits with Geraldine Hickey in them. There's quite a bit of language in it now. Got to get, get three, get almost three range? full seasons before you get to the bits of Geraldine Hickey in them. Yeah, but it's good though. There's there are a few other cameos. Justin Hamilton was in a, a few. Uh, He's a few in weeks the band. Ago. He does it brilliantly. Though. He's in there quite a bit, and uh, Tony Moclair. Right, also in the band. So you, uh, you you like the librarians? You watch it regularly? I watch it. I'm not blown away, but I'm, I'm less offended by it than Ben Elton. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ben Elton is quite offended by the librarians. Uh, Brett, if you're going to watch one thing this week, what would it be? My one thing would be uh, Shrink Wrap with Stephen Fry under the magnifying glass of psychologist Dr. Pamela Connolly. You might remember as Pamela Stevenson before she married Billy Connolly. Uh, she was the Australian woman who was in Not the Nine O'Clock News. Uh, yes. And uh, the, uh, Kenny Everett, horror movie. Uh, uh, Bloodbath at the House of Death. There you go. Um, it would be interesting to see, uh, given, given recent controversy, um, if, if she digs far enough down into the psyche of Stephen Fry to, to see if at that point he was uh, of the same view that women just don't uh, enjoy sex. Oh, so this is, this is Pamela Stevenson slash Connolly yep. interviewing Stephen Fry in, yes. her, in her role as a psychologist. Y- yes, in her profession as, as a psychologist. Psy- psychologist. But, uh, but taking away all the... Uh, doctor-patient confidentiality that a psychologist session ordinarily would have by putting at least two cameras in the room and filming it. Yeah. And then playing it on TV. Mm-hmm. Right. She's the worst psychologist ever. Well, I, I, I don't, don't, I don't I think, think it was inferred that, I don't uh, think HBA that there would be privacy. That. <laughs> uh, and in fact, uh, I, I don't know, maybe maybe the uh, the subjects have been paid rather than the other way around. Oh, you think so? That's... That that usually that's, happens on TV un- productions, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's unconventional for psychology sessions. Sure, but this isn't a, a traditional psychology session. Oh. It's a television show. Oh! Yeah. Oh. I feel like that thing with Gabriel Byrne. Right. Right. Miller's Crossing. Yes. Yeah. Uh Oh, that's, and that, uh, by the way, is on ABC One, Tuesday night, 11.35. Well, if you get sick of watching things on ABC One, uh, I've got one thing for you. Oh, sorry to be so you're lefty so, in a suburban Chardonnay. You're so ABC-centric. See what I did there? Yes. I turned the name of the thing into a word. Yep. Portmanteau. That's what that's called. That's a, a portmanteau. window cabinet. That is a window cabinet. Uh, if you are interested in window cabinets, you might want to watch Rake. Episode three is on this ABC week on ABC One. <laughs> Thursday, 8.30. Uh, and also on iView. And the first two episodes are also available on iView. And Apparently. if you have not seen Rake yet, it's really good. I watched the first episode, and and after all the the poor promo on chat on the ABC, uh, it was it was much better than I was expecting. Well, Brett, can I was you... expecting it to be hoity-toity lawyer-written, uh, painful you, dross. I can think. you do do us all a favour? Mm-hmm. Shut up! No, can you? <laughs> sorry, that was just too easy to do. Can you do us all a favour and watch episodes two and three this week? Yep. And I'll watch episode yep. three, and then we'll give it a proper rule of three. Yes. Review yes. next week on box cutters. Hey, if you've got an issue with uh, your iView player, like maybe if you have, if you get, get patchy uh, network connection, you can download it as MP4s. 
Can you? Yes, you can download it direct, direct from ABC? directly from ABC. You can oh, download it as MP4s or I, as WMV files. Also, uh, so I can this, download Rake and then watch it on my iPhone. You can download Rake and watch it on your iPhone. And if you've got the uh, iPhone, sorry, Brett, we'll, we'll get back to you. If you've got the iPhone VLC player uh, app. Oh. Uh, it's even easier. You don't need to convert it or anything. You can just download it, watch it straight away. Before they pulled it off the iTunes. Do I just? So. Oh, have they pulled it off? Did they? No, no that, I was, don't think, that was the. Th- yeah, no, I downloaded it straight away with that rumor. But no, I don't think they have pulled it off the iTunes store. But uh, Toby Halligan is going to let us know in Pork and Trotters. Um, but uh, Ivy Napper, if if you're after other episodes of other shows that don't, uh, that don't provide the, the download, yep, Ivy Napper. I mean, if, 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 if you've got handy little downloader, mm. which, you know, you're watching well, it. It's not like you're skipping something. their ads or anything. Well, about bloody time you learned something on our <laughs> show, Geraldine. About bloody time. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Uh, just uh, quickly before before what I had some really nice pork today. It had a a, a really nice uh, hot rub. Mm. You know, this isn't actually about pork. It always reminds me of pork, though. Oh, pork always reminds you of pork. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> the segment as well. Interesting. Uh, Nellie Thomas, who could not be here tonight, but if you do want to see her, you will be able to see her this coming Sunday night, the twenty first of November, at Coburg Town Hall. Uh, where she's going to be uh, part of a benefit for Meg Goulburn, who was in uh, an accident recently and has ongoing medical expenses. Uh, Meg's big fan, a big friend of the the comedy community uh, in Melbourne and Australia generally. She a comic? Uh, and uh, no, friend of the comedy. What does she do? Industry. Friends, people. Okay. She she bees, does a lot of work. For she be friendly. Yeah. No, no, no. She's she's. she's yeah, yeah she, she does, does does a lot of work and mm. uh, was in a, a very Behind the scenes. A very bad accident. They're having a, a benefit to help with her ongoing medical uh, expenses. And the show will include Kelly Nash, Cal Wilson, Nellie Thomas, Hannah Gadsby, Tina Del Twist, Rachel Berger and Denise Scott. Stellar lineup there. A huge, huge lineup. Mm. Tickets are a bargain at $38 for a full and $35 for a concession. Mm-hmm. I say bargain because to get Rachel Berger and Denise Scott on the same bill mm. in in one show is is just exceptional. And it all goes to a great cause. Nelly will be there. You'll be able to see her. You'll be able to poke her in the face if you can get close enough. And it's all ladies. I wouldn't recommend that. You what? Would, she'll bite your finger off. It's no. all ladies on the bill. Lady comics. Oh, I thought you said they're all old ladies. And no, I was about to ladies. punch you in the face well, really hard. Punch, punch say him that anyway. Punch him anyway. I will. Do it. Do it. Uh, so that's uh, this Sunday, the 21st. And Nelly uh, will be back on our show on the 29th of November. Toby Halligan. What have you found out for us? We were talking earlier about Stephen Conroy. Did you know he's been the president of Volleyball Victoria since 2004? So the next time you've got a problem with any policy that Stephen grapples with, digital TV, the internet filter, whatever, pop a volleyball. 
It's oh, like just, a voodoo doll. It's right, connected just, to him. Just go the spike. It's a twinge in his testicles. Um, uh, we were discussing Hey Hey It's Saturday as well and talking about the ratings and trying to establish exactly how well it rates. It was the ninth most popular show on Saturday night. <laughs> 665,000 people. 200,000 people behind the show that's just before it, Funniest Home Video, meaning that the 200,000 people who are interested in watching people and animals humiliate themselves still regard Hey Hey as too cringeworthy. <laughs> Which um, it's telling, no. isn't it? Be quiet, yes. Brett. Be quiet. Yes. You're not interrupting no. Troy. such a Hey Hey apologist. You're stop. Talking, you're talking uh, a Brett, much Brett, different Brett. demographic. A you much, need to stop talking now because you're just embarrassing yourself. Um, and okay. animals and children. Yeah, especially hey animals hey and children. Has a place. The Shane one. Foundation breakfast. Hey, hey. Wait, 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 wait! I need to, I need to answer this. Yes, Hey Hey has a place and a time. It wasn't and that, twenty years ago, and that was twenty years ago. <laughs> yes, are you Shane, done? Shane Warne Foundation breakfast. If you go to their website, you can also find out there's the Shane Warne Foundation charity poker tournament, which is run to enrich the lives of seriously ill and underprivileged children in Australia. Some of those children are presumably underprivileged because of gambling addiction, but there you go. Like, I think it's yeah, good that Shane's supporting a variety of things. No, poker is is the least one of the least likely. Uh, You're just talking all the time now. Can you stop interrupting for Brad? people to to become addicted to? Rusty Bertha is one of the he regulars. There. I don't care. Um, do, <laughs> <Toby>. I don't. <laughs> I, I, he doesn't listen. You can turn to Shut up as much as you want. He's I'm, not going to listen. I'm going to ignore him. Um, uh, we were talking about We Will Rock You. Um, you might be interested to know that it played at the Dominion Theatre and is the longest-running musical at that oh. venue ever. Oh. It's also We Will Rock You has toured more than 20 different countries. Is that um, a big theatre? Including theater, Japan. Um, well, nonetheless, like if it's running for years Like Surely Cats has been running ten times as long. Well, I'm not continuously. I don't care. Maybe not 50. There's different <laughs> productions. Of- yeah, there have been many different productions. The point and is, so, it's been incredibly they- popular for a lot of people who don't watch ABC One. Obviously, because so, they're in Britain. But sometimes, yeah. sometimes cats, sometimes cats will go next door to eat, and then they'll go back to where they were originally. That was that was also I got it. We were talking I, I got no I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> it, it I just didn't think it was very funny. Um But you laughed. I I laughed and pain. And pain. Um so we were talking about Chuck Laws. Vanity cards. I found one. One that was Chuck, indeed Chuck Lurry. Chuck Lurry. Chuck Lurry. Um number two hundred and seventeen. This was censored by CBS. Oh this yeah, is, this was this was a this was during the writer's strike. Yes, it was. Words that confuse the CBS censor. For cun, penal, taint, titmouse, cockamimi, cockatoo, cockshaw, cockix, ballcock, cockeye, prick, prickly, cumquat, titter, cunning linguist, insertion, gobble, guzzle, swallow, manhole, rimshot, ramrod, cum, fallacious, lugubrious, rectify your Angina, paradiddle, spotted dick, dictum, frock, cuntation, engorge, turgid, stiff, bush, evola, crapulence, masticate, dick, butkus, gherkin, and of course the always bewildering lickety split. As you can see, context is everything. Superb. Absolutely superb. Nice work, Chuck Laurie. And, 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 and great use of dick, butkus. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> to get through all those words, oh, oh, that, that is. Thank you very much. Next, that, week, next week I'll bring in Fox and Socks for you to read. I've been down with that. <laughs> but did you say they censored that? Uh, yeah, they did. They censored that. Ironically. <laughs> that well, is irony in its well, best. Yeah. Pa- perhaps uh, 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 predictably. Yes. Mm. yes in- indeed. And <laughs> does that bring us to the end of it Box Cutters does. episode? Thank it does. God. I want to say thanks so much to John Richards for coming in and telling us all the terrible things that are going on with Outland and how good it's still going to be. If you want to be a part of Outland uh, and the last episode thereof, uh, be a part of the Outland 
gay pride march or faux gay pride faux march i think it should probably be called uh because also it's not going to be uh easter time it's going to be uh almost the middle of summer but if he calls it gay pride then they're going to sue him yeah yeah so he can't he can't do that but he can call it the something else march Something else different, totally. Freaking ABC lawyers, Jesus! Put, suck the suck the the creative energy out of anywhere. You can find the uh, you can find the details for that creative energy sucker <laughs> on our blog at boxcutters.net. No, it's that- the lawyers, not the production. Thanks to our special guest host, who will say her name shortly. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. My turn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I'm Geraldine Hickey. Pay attention, Geraldine. I'm Toby Halligan. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Box Cutters is produced by Toby Halligan and Josh Canal, with help from Brett Cropley, John Richards, and Nellie Thomas. Our audio engineer slash magician is Brett Cropley. Peter Wilson commands our servers to do his bidding. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, whose studios we use to record this show pretty much each and every week. Listen to the greatest radio station in the world on 102.7 FM if you're in the area or else on the web at rrr.org.au. If you enjoyed this episode of Box Cutters, then go to the iTunes Music Store or Facebook or Twitter or something and write a review. Spread the word and help other people find this show so that they can enjoy it too. If you're looking for us on Twitter, we're at Box Cutters Cast and our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash boxcutters. Email us at hooray at boxcutters.net or through the contact us link on the blog which you'll find at boxcutters.net. You can also send us an SMS on 0458 288 837. That's 0458 Brett, one more vote. One more vote for uh, for the uh, this week in box cutters that's yeah, on but the on blog. the main site. Come on, yeah, come on, one, come on. That's a total of. They're riding on the on the virtual streets. Can't you see them? That's a total can't of. Uh, Toby, have you got the score there? Um, that's a total of three over yes. two weeks. Three people mm. over two weeks. Fifty percent of our just listening that, audience. Just to put that in perspective, one point over those same two weeks, one point two million people at least watch. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. Ah. Only three not are willing to vote people. for this not product. Not different people. <laughs> oh. How do you know that the same person wasn't voting? Yeah. Because they've, they've... Anyway, the point is no one's listening to this, isn't it? So we can no, say no, whatever no. you want. No, this bit, this, We're this still bits, in the show, Toby. This bit's the end of the show. See, this is, this is the bit where... We're going to slander some people. <laughs> this, this is the bit where, uh, where you know, we, we talk about... We, we talk about how wrong Brett is, and then to save Brett's bacon, this guy comes in. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Gutters.